Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Undying Light listeners. I am your host, Pastor Alex, and we are back at it again with another episode of our walk through the Old Testament, essentially, and looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and 5 today. Uh, Just some things to build uh, into the podcast as we kind of start our uh, adventure together today. Uh, One is, if you tune in for the first time, welcome and thank you for listening. This is a a show dedicated to the inherent scripture, bringing life from the text and into your ear. And so we've got, you know, a variety of different ways that we're doing that. And right now it's looking at books in the Old Testament and a couple aspects of the new uh, that you just don't generally hear preached on. So you can go back and listen to some of the older episodes and you'll hear Uh, The Song of Solomon, Esther, and we're now we're working on Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is not quite one that's, you know, brushed under the rug, but there's a lot of misunderstanding and there's a lot of things that just aren't altogether touched base on. So let's, uh, I got a couple things I wanted to address uh, essentially before we get into the meat of today's show. And first of all, is you've probably have heard now the ads that are running on this show. There's an ad at the beginning, an ad in the middle, and one at the end of the show. And this is more to, uh, just as a means of testing, uh, if you would. ACAST has given me this ability to run some ads. Um, you know, just for the simplicity of it all, you 
you can monetize it and uh, you make a few pennies per ad. I mean, it literally is nothing. So it's not like I'm in here raking in the dollars, but it's, it's, you know, something to uh, help provide and take care of the cost of running this platform because uh, being, you know, a, a small town pastor and running a show like this on a weekly basis, it gets expensive. And so I'm, I'm doing everything I can to help offset those expenses. So you'll hear those ads run. Um, I'm going to try and give a better cut at maybe about the 15 or 20 minute mark. And that would help to, you know, instead of just cutting me off and then the ad running, but allow me to fade out, give it a couple seconds and then run the ad. So that's my goal for this episode is to set that and make it more, a little more proper for you going forward. Because on previous episodes, it just, they insert what's called a mid roll and it goes halfway into the show, cuts in an ad, doesn't matter what you're saying it, and runs the ad. And then it comes back to that word that you, it was cut off from essentially. So sometimes you can get a clean cut in between words, but more often it's a, uh, it's a middle of a thought. It's the middle of a sentence. And then you get some weird ad. So I'm going to try and make a better job going forward cutting those mid rolls and allowing you to uh, not be interrupted with your train of thought. Um, but also some of the things that I'm working on with Undyne Light is uh, the affiliations that Undyne Light has. One is being Logos Bible Software. And I have uh, reached out to my rep from Logos, Logos, and uh, he has been gracious enough to uh, offer a uh, giveaway for us. And so on Undyne Light to celebrate our three-year anniversary and our 200th episode, uh, the Logos has been gracious enough to give us uh, one lucky winner, a um, copy of Logos, the bronze package, which is a, a substantial uh, package. There's a lot of content in there. And, uh, and I think I could probably even get you into whatever particular denomination that you want. So whether it's uh, Baptist, Lutheran, Presbyterian, Reformed, uh, Roman Catholic, if you choose, I mean, there's all sorts of different things. Pentecostal, even, uh, they have, they have it, they have packages aimed at that and you'll get books and content that relate to that, um, denomination that you choose. So a lot of really neat things with logos. It's what I'm using right now on my screen. Actually, I've got my uh, Bible up on one side. I've got my study notes up on another. I've got Luther's works. I've got all sorts of stuff that I'm even going to be prepping for for the second episode I record today, which is going to be a walk through the Book of Concord. So we're going to start going through um, the Augsburg Confession and start breaking that down in hopes that we can help to uh, explain and cover some of the misconceptions that these articles have. So that's coming up for you on Tuesday. And again, Logos is a phenomenal platform. You can uh, use my affiliate code and go to logos.com forward slash undying light and get yourself uh, set up with some free books and a free download of the software. And then you can choose and pick whatever package you want, which uh, using the Undying Light discount will get you a, a nice little chunk of money off of them. That giveaway is going to begin, uh, let's see, as I look at the calendar, this episode is going to air on the 28th. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and start it on this day. So you'll see a post on social media, and I'm going to... Um, uh, uh, advertise it and announce this giveaway, but please, by all means, come and check us out. 
or check out that platform and, and, you know, ask me any questions that you may have. Uh, the other one that I'm working on is, you know, kind of funny, at least for me, because I, I'll be honest, I love sleeping and, and I love to relax at, at the end of a long day of, of mental work. And, uh, I don't do a whole lot of physical work as a pastor anymore, but <laughs> most of it's mental, uh, and spiritually depleting. So, uh, I love to relax and I love to be comfortable and I love to sleep. And, you know, this uh, affiliate program that I've gotten involved in is phenomenal to help support that. So now you can go to uh, mypillow.com and you can actually uh, use the promo code Undyne Light and get yourself that promo code discount, which is up to 66% off of all sorts of different products. And it covers a variety of different things uh, pillows, sheets, towels, slippers. Uh, clothing, all sorts of different things. And each, hey, look, Windows updates, amazing. Um, every time we do an episode, it always seems like something's beeping on me. Um, but you know what? That's the rawness of this show. We're not perfect in, in every avenue that we do. But um, you can go and check out uh, my pillow and uh, – you can use the promo code Undyne Light and get that promo code discount, which is they advertise it on the screen. They'll show you a regular price, which is what you'll pay if you do not have a promo code. And then if you are uh, one that is uh, lucky enough to have that promo code, you can punch that in and you'll get the discounted price. So, for instance, um, you could buy, I'm pretty sure you can get like a stack of sheets for like 120 bucks, and then with the promo code, they're like $40. Uh, and that, again, covers pillows and all sorts of different things. So uh, if you have any questions, DM me, and I'll be happy to answer them. But we do have uh, some of their product, and I love it. I, I, You know, their clothing is really comfortable. My wife has got a pair of their sandals, and she's really impressed. They're super comfortable. Uh, we've got some of their sheets now, and I love their sheets. They're very soft, and they are just amazing quality. So, uh, And then we gave my daughter... Uh, a couple of her, their pillows, and she loves those too. So a lot of neat things coming down your way for Undying Light. Um, that Those are two of the biggest things is Logos and my pillow, and then as well as the random ads that you'll hear on the show, uh, as well as if you join us on Patreon, you can get ad-free shows and uh, bonus content. Uh, as of right now, I'm recording myself uh, video-wise so people can watch the video version of this podcast essentially and and they catch all my bloopers and and uh, they get uh, beginning of the show commentary and post-show commentary things like that so a lot of things um that you can get as a perk for joining us on patreon and uh, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month so that's the big spew of commercials again the biggest things are logos and uh my pillow but i also want to make sure that you're aware of why we're running these ads um at the head of the show in the middle of the show and the end of the show so if you have any problems with that too, you know, DM me. I, I want your feedback. I want to know what you guys think. Um, you know, cause this is again, just a trial thing for me to see how they work and, uh, and, and if they're, you know, tolerable enough for people to dig into them. So, um, and, and again, they're pretty generic. Uh, they're, there's, they're not really anything specific to like Christian podcasting. They're just kind of like, I think I heard one that was like LASIK eye surgery. So, um, and, and so they cover a variety of things and they're very generic in nature. Um, but you know, the second I hear something that is not appropriate for, uh, the show, I will make sure it's taken down. 
Uh, I do not support uh, of some things that may uh, run as ads on other shows, and ACAST seems to be pretty um, conservative in their uh, ad approach. So let's dig into the content. We have got a lot on our plate to deal with today. We're going to work through chapters four and five of Ecclesiastes. And um, four is a bit shorter chapter. It's only 16 verses, so we're just going to go ahead and read it in all <coughs> of one sitting here. Uh, it is titled Evil Under the Sun, and it says uh, here in verse one, again, I saw all the oppressions that are done under the sun and behold the tears of the oppressed and they had no one to confront them on the side of their oppressors. There was power and there was no one to comfort them. And I thought the dead who are already dead, more fortunate than those or than the living who are alive, but better than both is he who has not yet been and has uh, not seen the evil deeds that are done under the sun. Then I saw all that toil and all the skill in their work come from a man's envy of his neighbor. This also is vanity and a striving after wind. The fool holds his hands and eats his own flesh. Better is a handful of quietness and two, than two handfuls of toil and a striving after the wind. Again, I saw vanity under the sun. One person uh, who has no other, neither son nor brother, Yet there is no end to all of his toil, and his eyes are never satisfied with riches, so that he never asks, For whom am I toiling and depraving myself of pleasure? This is also vanity and an unhappy business. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil, for if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone, when he falls and has no, not another to lift him up, again, if two lie together, they keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Better was a poor and wise youth of an old foolish king who had no longer known how to take advice, for he went from prison to throne, through in his own kingdom he had been poor, I saw all the living who move about, uh, move about under the sun along with that, the youth who was to stand in the king's place. There is no end of all the people, all of whom he led, yet those who come later will not rejoice in him. Surely this is also vanity and striving after the wind. So Solomon's uh, pretty harsh words, uh, again, in this particular chapter, we've kind of really been beaten down into the ground uh, throughout this whole chapter, or through this whole book, is just everything we do is vanity, and it's a striving after the wind. And if you go back to uh, our walkthrough in chapter one, um, we really amplified the concept and element that if you are outside of Christ— Everything you do is toil and struggle and a striving after the wind. In Christ, you have meaning and purpose. And in Christ, you uh, can see the tangible reward, which is eternal life and salvation. Outside of Christ, though, everything is striving after the wind. So let's dig us into the content here. Uh, we're going to start with verse 1 and 2. Uh, oppressed are discontented and impatient masters oppressed servants, creditors, oppressed debtors, landlords, oppressed tenants, 
Solomon expresses supreme pessimism. Deep in oppression, death seems more favorable than life. Uh, This is noted throughout the New Testament. Consider St. Paul, who desired to be with Christ, yet remains a servant of the gospel. Uh, Philippians chapter 1. And here's what Ambrose says. He says, What is more wretched than we, who have sent into this life as it were plundered and naked, with frail bodies, deceitful hearts, weak minds, anxious in respect of cares, slothful as to labor, prone to pleasures. Moving on to verse 3. New life holds great potential. The unborn are precious in God's sight. To be alive at any age is to glorify God. Let me repeat that. The unborn are precious in God's sight. And so in verse 3, we see that it is essentially better for those who have not yet come into this world and seen the evils that are uh, partaking around on a daily basis. Solomon is making this bold statement that either whether it's in the womb or even before conception, those who have yet to come are favored They're They, they, you know, they're, it's better for them because they don't have to deal with the evils that we do as well uh, at the time period. But I also think too, that it doesn't matter when they come, whether they come pre Christ or post, you know, Christ, you know, in today's time or, you know, in a hundred years from now, if Christ hasn't returned, to be alive at any age is to glorify God. It's simply that for us to be alive, we bring glory to God and give him the glory that he deserves, which is already his. So for us to be alive at any point, it's a gift from God. And uh, that's how we should be viewing this particular context. Uh, Verse five eats his own flesh. The ultimate result of idleness, the person wastes away the sluggard, uh, folds his hands to keep them warm with malice. He refuses to labor. And here's what uh, Luther says on this verse. He says, this again is a Hebrew phrase, meaning he torments himself. There's a similar statement found in Job chapter 13, verse 14. I will take my flesh and my teeth. He wants to say an inept and foolish man of this kind does not do himself any good, but he harms and oppresses others. He envies others and tortures himself. In this state, such a man is a rust or a worm, harmful to himself and harmful to others. Moving on to verse six, striving in the or the quietness and striving, uh, seek a happy medium between doing nothing and doing too much. Uh, again, problematic in today's world. We we have uh, people on social media that are telling you that if you're not grinding twenty four seven, then you're not you know you're you're going to lose sight of your goals and your aspirations and all these things in life. Uh, and then you've got uh, the reality that we face here in the West, and that's the laziness of man where we'd rather be playing video games and watching movies than, you know, building up our families and, and uh, ensuring that there's a spiritual foundation to the way the house operates. And so there is a happy medium to be sought between being lazy because that's, you know, there's a time for that to just sit and do nothing for a while, but there's also time to work and there's a time to put in grind. There's a time to, you know, get after your goals and your job and whatever desires you have and to also get after uh, taking care of the household and ensuring the kids are taken care of and, the, and your spouse is taken care of. So there's a happy medium in all things. Verse 7, Solomon fixes his gaze on the fact that more people gain, the more they want. 
their drive for more robs them of this enjoyment. The highest foolishness is to labor and gain when no one has a dependent spouse or offspring. If you gain wealth, share it. Uh, and that's simply, you know, the Christian mindset is if you have been given a gift that can make you a lot of money and you are hoarding those, but claim to be a Christian, you're, you're, you're definitely, there's some conviction issues there. Uh, I wouldn't question your faith, but there's definitely a wrong, there's an ill placement of where you think your wealth should go. Do I think that Christians should give away everything? No, I don't. I think we can be moderate in, you know, our uh, investments and, and holdings and things like that. And we can invest our money to make more money. Uh, but we should also be willing to share it and help all of those in need at all times when we can. So it's not a necessity of just giving up, you know, all of our wealth just because we we earn a lot of money. But it's a means to... Uh, share and help those who are less fortunate. Uh, verse nine: Two are better. Th- two are better. The value of comparing friendship or companionship. God has designed us to be social beings. Consider the gifts of marriage, children, congregation, community, and nation. You again, uh, the mindset of Lone Ranger Christianity doesn't really work well. You you have to be in a community. You need to be in a church. You need to have people around you to hold you accountable. And to lift you up spiritually and pray for you and to ensure that you are, you know, striving after God, uh, doing the right, you know, doing what is righteous and, uh, and what is just. Verses 10 and 11, God's people encourage one another to mercy, love, and, uh, and good works. In verse 12, two or three, people make work a pleasure and strengthen one another. Together they reap greater blessings. This is what Luther says here. A certain wise father, who, when he was about to die, commands his sons to be present. He gives them a bundle of sticks to break. Although they could not break them all at the same time, they did break them individually. In this way, he taught his sons that their riches would be secure if they were in concord with one another and mutually assisted one another. For through concord, small things grow, but through discord, they are scattered and brought to naught. So a good little life lesson there, you know, two or three people can make your job and your, you know, career, your choices much more enjoyable. Uh, I, you know, have had plenty of jobs where the people were, were amazing to work with. And uh, I'm so thankful that I had their companionship during the, the harder days of work because they do in, in fact make it uh, more pleasurable to show up and uh, complete the work at hand. Verses 13 and 14, the Almighty God lifts up and he disposes. He places people in positions of authority as his servants and servants of his people. It is better to be wise, young, and unknown than to be a foolish public servant. There is no security in the crown, and it is foolish to uh, reject uh, adamotion, counsel, and accountability. Uh, And titles among people do not bring respect. And so, uh, you know, pretty harsh words uh, as, as uh, Solomon kind of takes this transition from verses 12 to 13. He's now pointing essentially to the public worker. Um, but he's saying here, he's using a king as an example, saying that it would be, uh, it's better to be poor and wise 
than an old and foolish king who no longer can take advice. And so Solomon's going after the fact that it doesn't matter what position you are in, uh, you are subjected to this reality. Uh, verses 14, 15, and 16 here, consider the rise of Joseph to serve Pharaoh instead of the sovereign uh, king, to, instead of the sovereign king born to his inheritance, the later, the latter would be admonished and must reign, uh, resign his crown that the prince people look to the king's successor successor as one who will serve justly and equitably and verses 16 here the wise ruler's success is soon forgotten because there's another ruler in place and everything we've done in the past gets washed away chapter four hold sacred to the gifts of marriage children and family and the authorities put in place among us do not regard the accolades and encounterments of the world as more important than the Lord and his gracious gifts. Though we continually search for contentment in this all-under-the-sun existence, Christ is our eternal King and Lord. So that'll can wrap up uh, chapter 4. Uh, as I mentioned, we're going to do two chapters today. We're going to get through 5 as well. 5 has uh, 20 verses, so a little bit longer, just by a couple, than chapter 4. So here is what Solomon has on chapter 5. Fear God. He says, guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to draw, uh, to draw near to listen is better than than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know what they are doing, or they do not know that they are doing evil. But, uh, my apologies, <laughs> as I'm reading, I got like three lines on my screen that I'm uh, being drawn, my eyes being drawn back and forth to. Verse number two, be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For a dream uh, comes with much business and the fool's voice with many words. I'm going to pause here in hopes that I can insert this mid-roll properly. And we'll see. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How it goes. All right, verse four. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than, than that you should vow and not pay. Let your mouth lead you not into sin. And do not say before the messenger, that was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when the dream the dreams increase and the words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the one you must fear. All right, so I'm going to pause here. Uh, we're going to work through these seven verses, and then we'll move on to uh, verse 8 and on, the vanity of wealth and honor. So verse 1 here, uh, this guard is to avoid hypocritical religion and devotion. Uh, the house of God is the temple built by Solomon, as noted in 1 Kings 5 and 6. The temple is not merely a place of sacrifice, but also a place, place of teaching. Do not despise God's word in the preaching of it but inwardly digest and reemanate upon the word. Offering of the torn, sick, lame, and worthless. This is an Adam, uh, This is an abomination to the Lord. Those who cheat God cheat their own souls. This is what Luther says on verse 1. With senseless people hear this doctrine that we should have such a quiet and peaceful heart that that we commit everything to God and draw this inference. Uh, if everything in the land of God, we shall do, we shall not do any works in the same way. Others sin in the opposite direction by being excessively solicitous and wanting to measure and control everything in every way. But one who travel should travel to the Royal road. Let us work hard and do whatever we can in accordance to God and, the word of God. Let us not, however, measure the works on the basis of our efforts, but commit everything, uh, commit every effort and plan and every outcome to the wisdom of God. Therefore, Solomon seems to me to be anticipating an objection here and addressing a solitary exhortation to those who are not traveling on the middle of the road, but are too, but are either too negligent or in their work or concerned about it. He advises them to let themselves be governed by the word of God and meanwhile to work diligently. So there's a lot happening just in verse one. And uh, I really want to illustrate that again, this, this theme that carries through this, uh, this little series is that outside of God, all things are vanity. So verse two here, uh, the word before God, this is a vow. Uh, he shows, I think by the distance uh, how far the divine nature is above the speculations of human reason, as high above earthly calculation as the stars above the touch of fingers, or rather, many times more than that. 
And this is coming from uh, Gregory of Nicaea uh, as he wrote that on verse 2. Verse 3, the uh, hypnotic place of labor dis- uh, disrupts our, play- our sleep in prayer. A fool is known to multi- uh, known by multiplicity of words. And I think it goes further to show that as we, you know, dwell on this aspect for, you know, as verse three says, for a dream comes with much business and the fool's voice with many words. Uh, you know, Jesus makes that statement in Matthew chapter six when he says uh, that the, you know, don't be like the foolish when you pray and utter you know, chance and, and, you know, continuously, um, say the same thing over and over again. And so Solomon's, you know, making that statement, don't be like these fools who just continuously repeat themselves and, and essentially offer up more words than what are necessary. Uh, so let's sum up verses one through seven here, the wicked and foolish sin against God and acts of righteous complacency, empty devotion and unfilled vows. Despite superficial religion and meaningless vows, God is faithful and just. Upon our confession, he will absolve all of our sins for the sake of Christ. So that summarizes uh, 1 through 7. Let's move on to 8 through the end of the chapter. Verse 8. If you see in a province the oppression of the poor and the violation of justice and righteousness, do not be amazed at the matter. For the high official is watched by a higher and there are yet higher ones over them but this is gain for a land in every way a king committed to cultivated fields he who loves money will not be satisfied with money nor he who loves wealth with his income this is also vanity when god when goods increase they increase who eat them and what advantage has their owner but to see them with his uh, with their eyes sweet is the sleep of the laborer whether he eats little or much but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep verse 13 there is a grievous evil that i have seen under the sun riches have kept by their owner to his hurt and those riches were lost in a bad venture and his father of a son but he has nothing in his hand, and when he comes from his mother's womb, he shall go again, naked as he came, and shall take nothing for his toil that he may carry away in his hand. This is also a grievous evil. Just as he, just as he came, he shall go, and what, and what gain is there to him who toils for the wind? Moreover, all of his days he eats in darkness, and in much vexation and sickness and anger. Verse 18. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in the toil with all the ones who toil under the sun in the few days of this life that God has given them. This is his lot. Everything, Everyone also whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot, rejoice in the toil. This is the gift of God, for he will, uh, for he will not much remember the days of his life, because God keeps them occupied with the joys of his heart. So that summarize that wraps up chapter five. Let's break down some of these verses real quick uh, as we get close to the end of the episode. Uh, verse eight: This amazed, do not be surprised by such oppression and perse- 
uh, preservation of justice, perversion of justice for those uh, in the hearts of sinful people. God's eyes are on the self-exalted, watched by hire. These presidents, govern, governors, senators, judges are necessary for good order and are all accountable to God. Verse 9, sinful leaders abuse their God-given authority and hoard instead of serve. Income gained uh, or obtained on the earth for the comfort of human life is pointless when not given by as a gift of God, as Solomon goes on to further say. Uh, verse 10, the corrupt desires are unsatisfiable. Consider the difference between the need and the desire. Great wealth brings anxiety. Uh, the one who has, the, the more the one has, the more one covets. And verse 12 is true rest is found only in the Lord, not in the abundance of our wealth and life. Uh, so let's jump down here to verse 17. He eats the bread of sorrows. This is not a, re a repentant sorrow before God, but anger of old age where affliction and failing health beg the question of the worthiness of laboring under the sun. Uh, verse 18, the theme of chapter 2, verses 24 and 25, and chapter 3, 12 and 13, and 22 returns. Only God does, uh, only in God does life have meaning and true pleasure. Without him, nothing satisfies. The true pleasure comes only when we acknowledge and revere God. And verse 19 and 20, life is God's gift as an enjoyable, as an enjoyment of life. He appoints a number of days that we are to serve him with joy and gladness of heart. A cheerful heart is a gift of God. It allows life's most difficult experiences and it makes life's most difficult experiences pale in comparison to the inexpressible love he has demonstrated to us by grace alone. Now, Solomon's going to continue chapter six with this same theme. He's going to work himself uh, until the end of six. So we'll kind of make this a two-parter, if you would. Uh, next week, we'll get into uh, uh, chapter six and seven. And then we'll do an episode on eight and maybe nine. I don't know yet. We'll have to kind of plan this out. But I'm going to try to get uh, two chapters uh, going forward uh, as we work through the rest of this book together. And I hope that uh, we can, you know, wrap this up before Lent starts. Uh, if not, then we'll pick up another book and do a series before Lent. Uh, I want to have uh, a, a time break, essentially, of a couple of weeks where we'll look at the life of Jesus. And we're going to kind of mirror what I'm preaching on in church. Uh, so if you're interested, you can catch all of my sermons via... Spotify or iTunes, just search Stratford Lutheran Church, or you can search my name and it'll come up. I do share those as I post them on my Instagram so you can catch those uh, sermons, usually Mondays or Tuesdays. And uh, that's it, guys. So again, I, I appreciate your patience with and understanding as I transition through a few things on the show. And I hope and pray that the content and quality uh, does not uh, change or it will not be affected by any of this. My my desire is to continue to bring you the word of God in a clean and concise and understandable manner. And I hope that you guys are enjoying these episodes. Again, if you have suggestions of content you want to hear, feel free to uh, reach out and message me and we will make it happen. So until then, guys, have a great week. God bless. We'll see you back Tuesday for our bonus episode. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.